This podcast is provided by Nana Regional Corporation and the Nana family of companies. My name is Mike Scanlon. Uh, my NUPAC name is Kutin. I was named after uh, Tommy Newland. Oh, wait, uh, sorry, Robert Newland, who was uh, Tommy Newland's father. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was my great, great uncle. Um, as for the meaning, I've asked some relatives in the past if it, if they knew of what it meant or anything, but uh, they they said they weren't sure, they didn't think it meant anything, they just thought it was a name, so I never found out if it did mean anything. Okay. So my mom's side of the family, uh, Sarah Scanlon, she was born and raised in Kotzebue. My dad, uh, Mike Scanlon, he was born in Seattle and raised in Fairbanks. And I was born in Anchorage, born and raised there for 24 years. So we would still go up to the Kotzebue a couple times a year for Christmas and Fourth of July and birthdays, so I really liked it up there. Um, had a lot of family up there, but it's been a while since I've been back. Uh, but I, I'm heading back to uh, Anchorage actually tonight. My flight leaves in five hours. Just going home for the holidays. Oh, that's exciting! You know, I realize that you've been out of state for quite a while now. Did you study um, at UAA, or you know, what was your yeah. degree field? If you want to talk about that a little bit. So I uh, I graduated from UAA with a business management degree back in 2011, mm-hmm. and then um, I took an internship, and that's pretty much how it led me to where I am now, which is I uh, basically like an operations supervisor with uh, Akima, which is a subsidiary of Nana, and uh, we're on a government contract with the Patent and Trademark Office down here in the D.C. area. Mm -hmm. And I've been here for almost five years now. So I saw that your email, actually, the um, org name behind it is Lockwood Hills. Is there any chance that you work with them or, you know, that you're on the NASA project that they just... No, we are actually Akima Intradata back in... April and then yeah our name got changed to Lockwood Hills. Okay. They <laughs> they do it all the time. Part of the government contract how it all works. Going back into your internship after school, uh, what was your title? You know where were you stationed? I know that Akima has different headquarters and mm-hmm. offices all, kind of all over. So yeah, right after I graduated, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. So I applied for an internship, and that was my first internship ever applied for. And um, I mean, I knew about them before that. I just, I, I just never was, never wanted to do it, but mm-hmm. did have done it. <laughs> I really enjoyed it a lot. Um, but anyways, it was in Herndon, Virginia, which is like 30 miles outside of the Washington D.C. area. Uh, my title was. IT project management intern. Um, basically, we were Akima's second batch of, there was four of us total. We were their second batch of interns that they'd ever had in uh, the Herndon area. Mm-hmm. But it was still pretty new. Um, 
but it was it was nice. We we had a shuttle to work every day. We got a nice living accommodation back in like a extended stay hotel. Um, had a pool, had a barbecue, so it was it was really nice. But um, what stuck out from me would be that was pretty much my first time like being on my own since I'd I lived at home when I went to school in Anchorage. So I didn't have to worry about food. My parents would always cook for me. Yeah. They'd take me out to eat. <laughs> so this this time I was on my own. I had to. I barely knew how to cook spaghetti back then. So it taught me how to be independent. Um, just build relationships at work too. Um, meeting new people and being like in the whole professional setting for a first time on my own was was very different. But I enjoyed it. So from your internship, how would you say it led to your position now? You know, was it kind of a direct move into the position that you're in now, or did you have to reapply for something later down the line? Uh, so yeah, the, it only lasted two months, and then I went back to Anchorage, and I was just looking around on the Nano website for jobs, and I applied for a shareholder recruiter. Mm-hmm. And with that, I was doing that for about almost a year, just helping people um, with the Taleo system and putting all their information into it to uh, help them find jobs, help them out with their resumes, all the shareholders. Mm-hmm. Um, was that here I, in the Anchorage office? Yeah, that was in Anchorage. Okay. And then I decided I wanted to go back to the East Coast well, I was still somewhat young, still, I really liked it out there, so I let the recruiters know out there from the, the ones that I met during the internship that I wanted to come back, because I know they like to get uh, shareholders out of Alaska, so yeah. um, they said, okay, we'll see what we can do, and got a call a couple of weeks later, and they said, all right, we got a, I think we got something set up for you, you're going to start off as a in a management training program and then we'll let you have your own team of employees there after your training is up. So I said, okay. And uh, I applied and I got it and they flew me out here and I'm almost near where my internship was in Herndon. I'm actually only like three miles outside of Washington, D.C. now. Oh, wow. At the Pat- Patent and Trademark Office. Yeah, that's how it led into where I am now. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your favorite memory from your internship experience? Yeah, so are you talking about during work hours or after work hours? It can be really anything. Um, I've had people talk about things that they've experienced, you know, as far as like getting out of the work um, environment and going out and doing Mm -hmm. things. And then they've talked about, you know, working and something that happened while they were at work. So whatever you prefer. My favorite memory would outside the work would probably be be um well we were since we're the second batch they tried to have um stuff planned for us every weekend they would we would have volunteers take us we went to the beach one weekend we went to some caverns we went to washington dc we got to do a a tour a a little duck tour which is like a half car half boat type thing Mm mm-hmm uh, I got to go to a baseball game, so um, but I'd say my f- my favorite would be going to the beach because I just I love the hot weather. Um, 
So basically, just being here outside of Alaska just felt like I was on vacation. Any Anything over 75 degrees just automatically makes me feel like I'm on vacation. So I'd say that would be my most favorite memory, just being outside, barbecuing, mm-hmm. going to the pool, any any kind of outdoor activities we did. It was it was good, good times. Oh yeah, and I ha- I've heard that um, the summer times, especially in Virginia, are kind of polar opposite to summer times in Alaska. I've heard you know the humidity plays a huge factor oh. in that, and then the yeah. just the temperature <laughs> in general. Sometimes the humidity was a little much because yeah, right when you step outside, you're pretty much already wet. But oh wow. Yeah, but you get used to it, and I I liked it. A lot of people said, "Well, you're crazy." I'm like, ah. Oh. I enjoy it. And that's what matters. <laughs> so before your internship, you know, I know your mom is super involved with Nana and kind of has been from the beginning. Uh, what mm-hmm. was your idea of the corporation, you know, and what we did and how shareholders tied into that? So when I was younger, um, I mean, basically my whole family has at one point or another or worked for Nana or working for Nana. So it's it's always been a part of my life. My elementary school in Anchorage was right across the street from the old Nana building, and uh, I would have to go over there every day after school and just hang out. Uh, so I made friends with all her coworkers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always had a good time over there. And uh, same thing in Kotzebue. My aunt Red Seberger, she just retired after I think 37 or 38 years with the company. Mm-hmm. So I'd go to her office all the time, and it just felt like a big family. Um, and what I, I just got out of it was that Nana was there to just basically do whatever they could to help their shareholders, make money for their shareholders, pay them dividends. I thought they were building buildings, building schools for them, just what I thought when I went to Cotsview anyway. I thought that's what Nana did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just basically, I, I got the impression that Nana was there for our family. Yeah, and so now after working, you know, in one of the subsidiaries, and I'm sure with the parent mm-hmm. company, and kind of being more involved personally, um, what is your idea? What would you say if you had to sum it up into like a one sentence? Well, now that I've been personally involved with like shareholder recruiting, I can, I really see how dedicated they are to trying to make life the best they can for all shareholders. They are one of Akima's main objectives is just hiring shareholders, keeping them, doing all they can to get them hired, what they can to help them out. So I didn't know they were that involved in really trying all they could to help us out. Absolutely. So switching gears a little bit here, um, more into your personal life, you know, do you want to expand on just kind of what you do in your spare time? So my spare time, especially during football season, consists of a lot of traveling. My girlfriend is a West Virginia. She went to college in West Virginia, so Mm -hmm. that's only a three-hour drive from here. So we went to three games there. We've gone to five Seahawks games. So we just take uh, three-day weekends every now and then, try to plan it around holiday weekends so I don't miss any work. But... Uh, my free time consists of a lot of traveling for sports-related things. Uh, there was one one point, uh, just I guess two two months ago, where I I hadn't slept at home for 
on a Saturday for over two months because mm-hmm. of all the traveling. Um, that's one of the main things I do during my spare time. Another is, or I mean, I guess any any kind of sporting activities I enjoy. I enjoy being outside. I was uh, captain of a kickball team last summer. I don't know if you can call kickball a sport, but... Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely it is. <laughs> yeah, they they have leagues set up around here all all, all the time. Um, they have us playing right out in front of the monuments, in front of the White House, so... That's pretty cool. Yeah, very cool. Um, I've been... Any kind of basic uh, live entertainment, live comedy shows. I mean, D.C. has something going on all the time. There's always something to do. And I also enjoy running. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to make my way up to a marathon. I've, I've done several half marathons, but can't quite cross that threshold to make it up to a marathon standards. Uh, I did my first half marathon in Kotzebue eight years ago. Okay. That, that was the Mosquito Haven half marathon. And I try to do a couple every year. I was in Vegas, but my whole family, a lot of my family came down to to run it, and we did that in Vegas in November. I got another one coming up in D.C. in March, so just running is another habit of mine, but it's hard to do when it's getting cold out. I like to be outside running, and treadmills would kind of bore me, so I kind of slack in the winter. Yeah, that's pretty much what I do in my spare time. Okay. I know the last time I brought up the idea of doing the Boston Marathon or the New York City Mm. Marathon. I mean, I give it to you. A half marathon is still really good. Like, two miles in for me is really difficult, though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Hopefully. Hopefully someday. I mean, because my legs just feel like jelly at the end of that 13.2 miles. I can't imagine running another 13.2, so it's going to going to take a little more training. Oh, absolutely. I know people that train for years for that stuff. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, my my 40 or 50-year-old uncle, we had a bet going he, who was going to win and he beat me. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, now it's your turn. I know. <laughs> so, um, out of your family, you know, who would you say that you have admired the most growing up and, you know, what really stuck with you that you've learned from them? And I think most everyone else in the family probably would agree with this, but uh, I'd say our Uncle Al, that'd be Al Adams. He was a state senator for about 20 years. Uh, he concentrated on like Native interests, uh, subsistence, education, uh, social services. So he's basically like a hero for people who lived in rural Alaska. Mm-hmm. Um, he was always the life of the party. Everyone liked to be around him. He was always um, clever, witty, funny. Um, just he could make you laugh whenever he wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a, a really good memory. Uh, he. He met a lot of people, and he could always remember their name. Anytime he'd see him, no matter how brief it was, he would remember your name. And so that's, he was a very likable guy. Um, favorite memory I had with him, it, I wouldn't call it a favorite. More of a word would probably be 
uh, <laughs> unique, maybe. Uh-huh. Um, so we were going down to Kenai to dip net. This was about 10, 11 years ago. I'd never been dip netting before. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure he had done it many times before. But anyway, it was me, him, and his wife. And uh, so we drive down. I don't know if you've been before. Yeah. Uh, we you drive down and you park on you drive your car across the beach hoping to not get stuck. I've got we've got stuck a lot of times. Always <laughs> have to get pulled out. But anyway, we set up our tent probably almost like midnight on the beach. We there's people around us. We didn't think anything of it. And like 5 a.m. comes around and all of a sudden we start hearing kind of a panicky panicky voice outside and we hear waves that are, we didn't hear waves last night this close so we get out and half of our stuff is wet uh the waves are actually almost or they were at our tent our neighbors were like uh you guys should probably get out the water is right at your doorstep right now and uh, we're all still half asleep drowsy not not really quite sure what's going on but yeah. we all get out and <laughs> drag all of our stuff up uh, reverse our truck, get up a little higher ground. So I was like, Uncle Al, haven't you been here before? I, I didn't know what, what's going on. He's, I was like, ah, oh, I, I guess I misjudged that. But uh, yeah, we didn't realize that water comes up that high. But uh, yeah, I always remember that. It was not not the best time, but it was funny to laugh at now. Yeah, absolutely. So what would you say, um, you know, you run, you've you go to all these games, um, and then you work on top of that. You know, you have a professional life. What would you say somebody would be surprised to know about you, more so than you've already shared? <laughs> well, as I said earlier, before I moved here, I could barely, I could barely cook spaghetti. I could barely cook scrambled eggs. But um, now, I guess you could be, people would be surprised that I turned into a pretty dedicated cook. I spend. I like to spend hours on meals, not all the time, but at times, so I've been creating a little cook, well, not my own recipes, but I print them off and just, I have this little binder, just trying to see what I can do next. Uh, last week, I made the, uh, have you ever been to Kinley's yep. over there in Anchorage? So they had a recipe online, the uh, almond-crusted uh, cherry halibut mm-hmm. I'd recommend you get that so I, I made that the other week and it tasted just like it but not not to brag but it, <laughs> I thought it tasted <laughs> just like it so spending hours on cooking is what people might be surprised about oh absolutely I you know I considered myself until now a decent cook but I haven't <laughs> expanded that far so <laughs> sounds like yeah, I need to do I, some research I try to find some really complicated stuff and see if I can do it. Have you had any um, terrible fails with this? Terrible fails? Let me think. I mean, they never look like the pictures, but <laughs> they always taste. <laughs> they always taste good. No, I can't say. I've never had to throw anything away. That's, so that's pretty good, good then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, good job. I can't say mm-hmm. the same. <laughs> <laughs> What would you say your favorite aspect of working for, you know, the Nana family of companies would be? Since I've had some experience with shareholder recruiting and I know kind of the background of how dedicated they really are, it makes me very comfortable knowing that 
they will always be there to help us out if we need the help. Um, I mean, they have teams, a team or two dedicated to just providing information to us about job fairs, positions opening. They help us with resumes. They provide scholarships, mm-hmm. uh, provide dinners. I mean, that's that's how my whole college was paid for by scholarships, and um, and what else? Yeah, just basically having that comfort that they really care about us. Unlike, I mean, maybe not quite like another company where you you might be just looked at as an applicant. And I mean, they say they have a you're part of the team now, but with uh, Nana, you really are part of the team, more part of like a family. Yeah, I agree. Full circle. What advice do you have to our younger shareholders? You know, if somebody told you anything when you were younger that kind of guided your way and what you did and how you thought about things or you know if you wish that somebody would have told you something what would it be mm-hmm. I wished I would have been um, more outgoing more um, doing stuff out of my comfort zone not being afraid to try new things so for example the uh, scholarships I waited until my I waited until I graduated to ever try that out and I regret that I would have done it freshman year all the way up but I was always scared to try something new um, scared to be on my own but it, was, it wasn't as bad as I thought it'd be it was, it was fun, it was a good experience and um, so I'd just say don't be afraid to try new things whenever opportunities present themselves take them that will always it's always good to do that it expands your career goals um just yeah just uh don't be afraid to say yes deku for listening for more information on internships and job opportunities please visit nana.com forward slash employment